It's been a long offseason, but the Ruts boys are back. Welcome to Season 3, everybody. We've got a lot to catch up on. A lot happened since we've been gone. Uh, we crowned a Super Bowl champion and maybe the most exhilarating Super Bowl of our lives. And we've got lots more to cover. We're talking offseason moves. <laughs> Let's run up the score. You're listening to Run Up the Score, a fantasy football podcast. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to Run Up the Score. It's Donald here with Scott. Hey, you. And Leroy Jenkins. Tom, where did that come from? Hey, everybody. That came from a YouTube video. Oh. You've okay. seen it. I have. You've never seen that. I. Did you not understand I, that? I think I've seen it before, but I don't really remember it that <laughs> Oh, <well>. really? <laughs> yeah. I, Oh wow! That's I mean, you got to update your uh, your references, Tom. I think that no. I think right we need to update our knowledge oh, okay. of, of the youth culture. Yeah, it's like yeah, these guys are playing World of Warcraft and they're running all these numbers and they're like, it's like really in depth. Oh yeah, and they keep and losing to Leroy they, Jenkins, right? Well, no, 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 no. And they're like, all right, yeah, we'll go in soon. And they're like, still running the numbers. Like, what's the survivability on this? And they're like, da 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 da, like yeah. running the numbers. Like I said a hundred times, but then oh, out of nowhere, the one guy goes, "Fuck it." Let's go, Leroy! <laughs> he goes in, and they're like, "Did he just run in there?" <laughs> and then they, you see the whole thing—they just get killed. Like, no. they, yeah, they get fantastic. Murdered. See now, then now the more topical reference would, of course, be Fortnite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's but there's no Leroy that's awesome. Jenkins in no. Fortnite yet. Not yet. Hopefully, he still exists. Out right there now, somewhere. it's just Thanos. Yeah. In Fortnite. Oh well, you know what? I have spoilers. Not really. But if Thor's playing that game and. Thanos is in that game. Meta. Yeah. And Meta then he, as hell. And then he gets really upset that they mentioned Thanos in that scene. They do. Does he get... Oh, wait. Never mind. Yeah, I see what the you're The movie's saying. been out for two weeks. We can spoil well, the hell out of it as far spoiler. as I'm concerned. I'm, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. All right, fine. Starwood. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> gentlemen, this is actually going to be my, uh, my leadoff question. What have you been up to since we've been gone? Anything fun? Any updates for the listeners? Uh, my I saw Avengers Endgame three times now. My shoulder's better. Great to hear. That's probably the biggest one for yeah, me. Yeah, that's nice. That's good stuff. My knee's good, too, now. I, yeah. Uh, you know, I've been watching a lot of sports. Typical. You know, yeah. nothing too crazy. Yeah. Uh, speaking of watching a lot of sports, we uh, we are back for season three. So congratulations to us, of course, for making it this far. Uh, not a lot of people get to this point. I feel very lucky and very fortunate to be a part of this, so... We're uh, we're happy to be back, well, and we've welcome. got uh, <laughs> yeah yeah. It's really a thanks you're to you guys for keeping yeah. you around. Exactly, um, but we've got a lot to get to today. We are talking about the offseason moves that your favorite team in the NFL might have made over the offseason, and really, we're talking about what that means for the players' fantasy outlook most of all. And so, because of that, because a lot of teams didn't make many offensive moves in free agency, we might not talk a lot about certain teams. Uh, Looking at you, Green Bay and Houston, who made literally only defensive moves. And since the defense yeah, what the is hell? Be, we don't care about those. Yeah, I mean, defense, special teams can be such a finicky thing in fantasy football. Like, we never talk about that A stuff. lot of teams well, try I to mean, trust it. Like, except for right there's now. There's certainly no need to talk about it no. today. No. no. And a lot of teams, like, kind of pick skill position players through the draft and stuff, too. So... We'll get into that in yeah, other episodes. Yeah, obviously we're doing but, a draft episode. Next. Yeah, next week we will can, be the draft episode. These are always kind of the, the double whammy that we record. So you're not going to hear us mention anything about Kyler Murray going to the Cardinals or who? anything like that. Exactly. So 
Because we don't know what what, what happened. <laughs> we just, are we going to do the same bit from last yet. year? Well, no, no, no. No, um, so, he doesn't exist until yeah. next week. You know, so if you're waiting for us to assess your team's uh, draft outlook, it's not going to happen because. Well, I mean, it is. It will, but it's not in this episode. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that's what. Spoiler I mean. alert! All right, so uh, we're just going to go alphabetical order by city name. Uh, for these teams, and <laughs> you guys know I, know I love to explain something. There's no need to nope. always. Nope. We're just gonna out. go alphabetical by city name. Yep. If you were wondering, they yeah. figured it everyone's out. just like, just read off the names of the people that changed places. <laughs> That's about, all we're here what for. What about the ones that are states? Uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Arizona. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, <laughs> the first city yep. on the board. Thank you, Don. Arizona yep. City, Arizona, yep. the capital. <laughs> Uh, Arizona had a whopper of a free agency. They got Charles Clay and Kevin White. <laughs> they had like 10 catches last year. <laughs> Combined? Yeah. And 10 of them were from Charles Clay? Charles Clay rocks. We used to play. We used to use him fearlessly, but now I got some fear. Are he we the world's first and only Charles Clay stan podcast? Well, I mean like. Tom loves him. He was in my bold predictions that one year. and it, For year you know, one. Yeah, and it was panning out big time. He fought hard for but you. But he has been... Uh, Often hurt, hampered. By yeah. yeah. So that's that's probably gonna not help in this case. Right. And uh, he's joined by an addition to the team who also often hurt. Yes. Yeah. It's it's. And by often, I mean exclusively hurt. Yeah. But in the games that Kevin White did play, just to throw it out there, I mean, he really actually did play well. Mm-hmm. Uh, he played like one game last year. That game he didn't play so well. I mean, he played fine by any standard i'm sure after the game his mom and his girlfriend or whoever they gave him a hug and they said he did, such he did a, a good job. job yeah does anybody not get hugs from yeah mom and there's definitely the some the there's definitely yeah. some games where it's like uh you know there's like a weird vibe after like like tom be. brady i like like giselle makes more money than he does so like she's like as the brand she's snowing him i don't know <laughs> but it, it's true like i'm pretty sure if we look that up right now like she makes more money than he does because he's always restructuring to fit the cap, the past cap. 2019, Don. Get yeah. used to it. Yeah. I'm very used to it. It's been happening for years like this. Anyway. Um, for every 75 cents, Brady makes, Giselle makes a dollar. Yeah, probably. In 20, no. <laughs> uh, for Atlanta now, the really only offensive move that they made was letting Tevin Coleman walk, which we had called in season one. We were like, yeah, Tevin Coleman's going to walk, and he's going to get all, paid somewhere. Thank you for your services in Atlanta, Tevin Coleman. Yes. We've been counting on you for years. Yeah. Hopefully he continues to yeah. uh, to play well Yeah, one elsewhere. of the worst contract years of all time, and he only goes and gets $10 million to where he goes to, which is On weird. a two-year deal, Yeah, too. but I'll try to keep this even Falcons-related because I think that if they wanted to keep him, they could have afforded $10 million. Sure, so right? The assumption that we made that going into his contract year is that he would probably ball out like he had in the past, and then he would go get a big deal, be the you know the guy somewhere. Yeah, He's one of four guys now, and I guess Edo Smith becomes Tevin Coleman in this situation. And that's the only note that we really had on yeah. the Falcons was it's Edo Smith time. Yeah. You know, Devontae Freeman has not proven that he can stay healthy for the full 16-game schedule at all over the last three years. Yeah, and obviously Devonta Freeman is the starter, but the reason that we get excited about Tevin Coleman every year and the reason we're you know a little excited about Edo Smith right, right now is that same reason. And this and the draft capital. This this backfield. That's what I was gonna say, man. Yeah. This backfield is it's the same idea. Yeah, and it's never been as cheap. Yeah, exactly. Cheap. I think that's that's really the. Uh, the advantage point is like these guys are going to be cheap. Yeah, like I like him a lot, but it's not like he's just an amazing talent. It's just Devontae right. Freeman's going to be cheaper than he's ever been. Yeah, Scott yeah. and I, um, 
we did some very early mock drafts, like pre-draft, pre-NFL draft mock drafts. And Devontae Freeman was going in like the third, fourth round. Yeah. And now we've got some rookies that might bump him. We've got some situations that might bump him back a little bit more. I mean, you're exactly right. He's never going to be cheaper than I he is can this see year. like a lot of people like hopping on the hype train of a lot of younger running backs because there is a very interesting running back class this year, especially yeah. like the running back twos actually look like they could project out to really have some big seasons. Right. And I can see people favoring them ahead of Devontae Freeman and him even falling further, which is fine for yeah. me. I'll take the risk on him every right. time. We move on to Baltimore and uh you know, I included Ito Smith because of Tevin Coleman's departure. And as soon as I did that, Tom, you're like, well, if we're doing that, then you got to include Lamar Jackson for Baltimore because Joe Flacco has now been traded to the Denver Broncos. More on him later. It's Lamar Jackson's show. He will not have a guy who played probably 50% or more of his snaps at wide receiver in Joe Flacco. And how about he gets Mark Ingram? Like, yeah. what a combo for an absolute run-heavy team last year. Proven, you know, they can dominate the clock and dominate games with the defense and running the ball. They go and get an, a hammer and Mark Ingram. I loved that move. Has yeah, a team Mark Ingram ever... is our muscle hamster, yes. if you remember. Yes. We, we want him yes. to be the muscle hamster. We want yes. him to take that nickname over. <laughs> Has a team's thunder and lightning rushing attack ever had the quarterback as lightning? <laughs> Is this I'm the first sure, time? Because when Atlanta had uh, Michael Vick, they had Warwick Dunn. Yeah. So that's two. That's two. That's a double dose of lightning, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, Mark Ingram is not only thunder, though, right? No, right. I mean, no he worse. can definitely catch out of the backfield. His receiving chops are completely there, and I think that those guys running the option and like a little bit of you know. Obviously, option is a rush, but it is right. catching the ball. Yeah. And I think Mark Ingram and him are going to do an amazing job at that. I'm interested in both of them. I think that Mark Ingram is going to have some really bad games in the games that Lamar Jackson just tears it up. Yeah, yeah. They're going to be annoying, I think. But yeah. maybe maybe the uh, the goal is to just own both of them. It's yeah. Gonna, yeah, it'll be what keeps Mark Ingram out of like really high draft cost. But it'll also be what makes him affordable. So, but really, now that I'm now that I'm thinking about that, like if you just draft both of them, you can realistically be getting like two thousand rushing yards and fifteen rushing touchdowns. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> I agree completely. Yeah, uh, I'll talk about Mark Andrews later. That, on. That's without <laughs> Lamar Jackson throwing the ball one time, right? And uh, oh, no, never which mind. we would imagine he's going to. Yeah, I think he'll probably drop <laughs> yeah. back and sling one or two. You were about to get into some draft coverage. <laughs> oh yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. I can tell. <laughs> Uh, Buffalo, uh, we have John Brown going from Baltimore to Buffalo, which is the same segue that we just made. Uh, they've also alphabetical. Yeah, that's right. Wow. The no wonder uh, why we're going by city. Yeah. <laughs> the bills also signed Cole Beasley, which is something that happened. something that they and if you're confused by their moves at wide receiver, wait till you hear about their moves at running back <laughs> because they signed Frank Gore and TJ Yeldon. Dude. I am so upset about TJ Yeldon. I'm very I, disappointed in TJ Yeldon. I don't think Yeldon. you have to be yet. I really thought that he was going to go to a much more desirable situation. I don't think it's a non-desirable situation. He was a great running back at Alabama. So was Mark Ingram, whatever you want to say about all that. Yeah. But I think all the things I said about Mark Ingram can really apply to uh, TJ Yeldon and Josh Allen here, the same kind of partnership. Yeah. Because not to spoil the next episode, but they also draft a running back. They have so many that I think that Shady is a cut candidate. Okay. They save six million dollars if they cut him in the near future. That's a no brainer then. Um so if Shady is cut, Yeldon kind of uh shoots on up the old No rankings. kidding. That's that's really big, especially with 
gore, you know, the lifeless wonder, you know, the ageless yeah, wonder. Lifeless. But, uh, yeah, lifeless. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm clearly not in, uh, in mid-season form yet. But uh, he's, you know, he's been so good, but you got to think the time's taken on him. And, you know, I see Yeldon sign with the Bills. I can't believe another team didn't hop on him quicker. Yeah. If Frank, only we were coaching. I would be all over TJ Yeldon. Like, you're going to tell me that you wouldn't rather pay Tevin Coleman and TJ Yeldon as your two running back combination than like pay up for like one guy. I don't know. It's just, that's just me. It's a different topic, I guess. Frank Gore, uh, hashtag stats. Frank Gore passed <laughs> who for fifth all time in all purpose yards last season. Damn. Uh, no, Barry I Sanders. Ladanian Tomlinson. That's wild. Wow. Yeah. He's got like eight, he has like a hundred ish wow. yards more than LT. For fifth. It's insane. LT was so much better in fantasy. Number one, by the way, <laughs> by a lot, Jerry Rice. Really? It's it's Jerry Rice and then like 15 running backs. <laughs> it's insane how good Jerry Rice is. Anyway, um, going back to Buffalo, the John Brown signing, is he the deep threat that Josh Allen needs to kind of unleash this Bills offense in a way that it obviously was not last year for you guys? I think this is the kind of move that like everyone thinks makes sense. Like, oh, Josh Allen has a really good arm, and John Brown is like really fast. But the fact of the matter is, is I really don't think it's going to work out that well. Yeah. To be honest, okay. like, there's not a lot of uh, attempts in this offense, yeah. which caps him. And you see how well he played with Joe Flacco, which is like encouraging. But then you see how he played with Lamar Jackson in an offense where there's less attempts and he right, was right. Uh, droppable. Yeah. yeah. So. I think it's closer to the droppable than it was to the good. Yeah. And even if it's somewhere in between, John Brown's normal is not something to yeah. get super excited. They have about. a weird collection of receivers there too. Like it's very that, weird. Like that Foster kid I'm played really well at the end Foster of the year. Than anybody. Zay yeah. Jones really came out Zay at the end Jones of last year too. Played well at the end of the year. Yeah. So I mean that grows with with Allen right. getting better as he progresses. But you know, I, any of those receivers though, that's just too many names. I'm yeah. not interested in that. We'll move on to Carolina. Christian McCaffrey is shredded. And buff, uh, mostly buff. And that's really it. He bulked up big time. That's all I got. They well, really Cam, didn't do a lot. Cam is now looking like it's kind of trending toward he's going to be okay this year. That's what Tom told me earlier, which is nice. And obviously, he's a big time, big time fantasy player. I'm a shoulder expert. Yeah. Know? Yeah. We go to you for garbage tight ends and shoulder injuries. Uh, me and Cam, uh, <laughs> we, were, we were at physical therapy together just jabbing it up. You know? <laughs> yeah. I just have, working on those quick jabs. <laughs> I have McCaffrey with. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, Saquon Barkley, and Alvin Kamara in the 101 discussion. Would you guys agree with that right now? Oh, yeah. yeah. I would say Full they're PPR. all in the 102 discussion for me and Saquon. Saquon's still 101 with a bullet? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I respect that. Yeah, I, I actually said that too. Tom, me and Tom were actually talking earlier about yeah. that. And uh, Sa Saquon won. We had some differences on Zeke or McCaffrey. I think I would take Zeke pick, before McCaffrey. But I think I think for PPR close. it's really tough we, not to pick McCaffrey. We, we talked about it for like five minutes, and I won't bore anyone with that. But yeah. it's it's splitting hairs, is what it right. is. Yeah. It's like you're not messing up, so no. why worry about it? Right? Yeah, Look, take third pick and let someone else decide. <laughs> uh, the next pick allows us to uh, do some cross promotion of our website, rutsff.com. We're going to be obviously always looking for more opportunities to post articles. Scott did a great job with his uh, off-season series about guys who change spots that he's really high on based on ADP and situation and all these other things. Uh, so, Scott, sell me a little bit more on Mike Davis. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty pissed off at the Bears for picking this rookie, uh, Montgomery, but we'll get more into him uh, later. 
Mike Davis was awesome last year. People don't really realize that. It was on limited touches, but he was like, you know, top 10 in the league in yards per carry. This dude's big and fast, and he's completely different than Jordan Howard because he can catch the ball. Yeah. And that's what changes the whole Bears offense, really. Like, when Jordan Howard came on the field last year, the Bears were running the ball. Everyone in the stadium knew it. And when he came off the field and Cohen came on, they were throwing the ball. And, like, I think that adding Mike Davis, who has that versatility to do both, is really going to show through. And, you know, I even said in the article, you know, even if they draft a running back, like Mike Davis literally just did this to Rashad Penny last year, who was a high-valued running back. Like, he can do this. He's he's used to playing in the NFL and going yeah. through the, the ranks of being an underranked guy. And for the value that he's going to go, he can become Jordan Howard and be better than Jordan Howard was. Right. Yeah, and I don't think it's cost prohibitive to just nab both, especially at this point right now. Yeah, it's like really possible you can get like, even if you just Cohen's, took them both eighth and ninth round really yeah. conservatively, Yeah, you're fine. Yeah. Uh, we'll move on now to Cincinnati, who didn't do a lot, but they had to, they, a very interesting situation in my opinion. All three of their tight ends who... We all have varying levels of interest in throughout the years. <laughs> Tyler Eifert, Tyler Croft, and C.J. Uzoma. Don Silver player of all time, C.J. Uzoma. Maybe. Maybe. In terms of the content that he brought to this podcast, I mean, he has to be in my top five. It's him but, and the Moscow Mule duking it out but, for all-time yeah. supremacy. But all three of those tight ends are without contracts. They re-sign Eifert and Uzoma and let Tyler Croft walk. Good. That's literally all since Tom's pissed about the Croft walking though. No, that's fine. Tom he, likes going to the Croft. He could go somewhere, and I'll I'll go back to the Croft. <laughs> yeah, we, you always have a radar on him. But I mean, see, people will ask like, "Oh, should I draft uh, Eifert and handcuff him with Uzama?" And Yuck. in this case, it's like, <laughs> no. why? It doesn't matter. Like, just get a dip, get two lottery tickets. Draft and see if Eifert. One hits. If he doesn't but also play well get, week one, cut yeah. him and then pick him up if he's playing well. Yeah, I don't even know why. I just uh, advise two you know? lottery tickets. But just definitely never handcuff something so useless. No. Yeah, you should never draft one tight, tight end. end. Yeah. We'll get but to like, that. But, like, what's. Ad what's nauseum. Oh, yeah. yeah. What's annoying for us is that, like, these guys are intriguing for us. Like, yeah. Uzoma and yeah. Eifert are guys who are going or are going to go very late. Yeah, because they play have with a quarterback upside. who loves tight ends. Right, and have upside. So we're going to be paying it. That's why we said we'll be paying attention to Croft. We'll be paying attention to Eifert and Uzoma, too, to see how it shakes out. Of course. Eifert, you know, he could easily just not make it through yeah. camp. And the there's Uzoma, they, a draftable tight end for they you. They cannibalize each other, right, So they, at least in value. So yeah. if, let's say, Eifert gets hurt, Right before the season, yeah. Then Uzoma is is very valuable. Oh, I'll yeah. draft him in the fifteenth round yeah. all the time. Oh yeah, you know. So we'll just monitor that. Yep. Eifert could get hurt tomorrow. Yeah, we go to Cleveland. They made the uh, head scratching decision to sign Kareem Hunt, despite the fact that Nick Chubb was emerging. If you going back to rutsff.com, in my two early top tens, I had Nick Chubb as my tenth ranked running back. I don't think you need to change. And anything. then the Kareem Hunt news happened, and you guys were like, "I would move. Are him you going to change would... it?" And I was like, "No." I would I move think him I out of the top ten, just to give Philip Lindsay some love. All I'm saying but is it's cloudy. It's well, a little cloudier than we thought. It was oh, it's be. cloudy. All right, he's gonna go crazy, Nick Chubb, for a long time. And but he could screw you at the end, man. And that's the thing; he can screw you at the end. But if he's doing so well, and if that team plays as well as it's supposed to, then Kareem Hunt should be an afterthought. You're right. Nick Chubb did it to Carlos Hyde. He can do it to anybody else. He's a really, really good running back yeah, right obviously right for where he's gonna go 
not most of the people who are drafted around him have somebody looming over him like that. No. So that's that's and just Duke you know, Johnson too. If they ever decide to use him again, yeah, yeah, they were gonna they were trying to trade him. No, yeah, but that so he was trying to the, trade himself, yeah. and they said no. That, no I this mean, isn't that in Duke Johnson? His contract is is too big. They yeah. wouldn't be able to get rid of him if they wanted to, man. Okay, uh, and then of course for Cleveland, the big one, the Odell Beckham trade. Cleveland, I can't believe it. Is is Odell gonna be the new LeBron in Cleveland? I no, think it's a no fair. One will, to, no one will be another no, yeah, LeBron right. in Cleveland. That was a, that was a but, bad take. Like, he, this I mean, is huge. Though. The potential is obviously huge because Baker. I, I mean, you got to think he's an upgrade from Eli at this point. And in what way? The, the sky's the limit. I mean, just all of them. Eh, I wish some of LeBron them. was still there. Yeah, the two of them in that city together would yeah. have been rock. Something. If they go on a boat, though. Mm. Oh no! Then you, then you start losing. Well, maybe Odell needs to go back on the Cleveland's boat so he can a far, start winning again. Is Cleveland from Miami? Is it landlocked? Yeah. All right, yeah. Good. Good. Yeah, he's safe. He's fine. They got the Ohio River, okay. but yeah, you know, who who goes on rivers anymore? I don't know. Gamblers, riverboat gamblers. Maybe Odell was swimming in the Hudson when he was over here. <laughs> maybe. That's maybe. why his hair looks like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it would make sense. We're solving problems here on Ruts. Dallas. Jason Witten. Was oh, yeah. so bad in the Monday night booth. <laughs> he goes back to playing football. Like horrifically. I bad. actually think that he's worth a, an an ad. Yeah. Like, we have a dynasty draft coming <laughs> Absolutely. up. Absolutely. We have a dynasty rookie draft coming up, and you can draft the free agents, obviously. I'm considering taking him in the first round. That's a horrible decision. I mean, like, I'm at the back end of a twelve man draft. Like, I don't know what's gonna be there. And Jason Witten will certainly be oh, there. Oh, he'll be there for you. Next I'm round. I'm sure he will. The Maybe. next round. Maybe. But anyway, is it, does this mean anything for him? For fantasy, you can use him. I you think it hurts could. Blake Jarwin more than it's good for Jason Witten. I think that it it remains to be seen, but that's the beauty of the tight end position. He's not going to be expensive. Nope. You throw him out there and you see what happens. They play the Giants week one. Not Typically a great, been pretty yeah, good. Pretty great matchup for him historically. We can yeah. go dig the numbers on that. I think he'll actually be probably a plum pick week one as far as I'm <laughs> concerned. He uh, has historically played against them in week one. You're and right. he has played historically against them yeah. in week one. So I, because of that, truly, I'm very interested in him. And that's it. Yeah, because then he's we a week one on. rental. Yeah. I don't hate that. I'm what looking you, up to see if they play each other. They play each other week one. Oh, they definitely do? <laughs> yes. Yeah, they, they have to. Yep, 425 yeah. in Dallas. The, the world would tilt on its yeah. axis if I'm they glad, didn't play I'm each other. I'm glad you didn't one. believe me. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, we'll move on. I've got the Cowboys D in Dynasty just oh. ready to go. <laughs> one more Dallas uh, signing. Randall Cobb essentially coming into the Cole Beasley role, right? Yeah. Which produced a couple of weeks of wide receiver three value. Pretty unappealing that's pr- that's for it. me. Yeah. It's also another offense that doesn't have a ton of attempts, and Amari Cooper is going to garner such a big target share as you he did. Think so, and I don't know how much Randall Cobb has left in him. It feels like the guy's been in a walking boot for. And two you years. have and you have Jason Witten as a short range target, range target, and and Zeke too, who proved himself to be a pretty good receiver. So, yeah. and Dak has played with Jason Witten, has he not? Oh yes. yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. So yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. There's familiarity there yeah. for sure. Yep, two years I think he had. With yeah, him. yeah, so. Anyway, uh, we will go now to Denver. Only really big thing, uh, besides, of course, re-signing our sweet child, Emmanuel Sanders. He, he was jogging today. Rest oh, up and get yes. strong, Emmanuel. Well, now he's got Joe Flacco throwing to him. Yeah. And how do we feel about that? I mean, if you he know, can still run fast, Flacco can throw it deep. 
He's the good thing is is nothing is gonna make his value go to where it should have been had he just continued his rampage last year. Good point. So once again he'll be affordable. Um, and he'll be worth the risk that he now becomes because of the injury. I won't say that he's locked and loaded like he was last year. Yeah, he's a risk, but I think he's probably but a worthy one. He's oh, not. Sure. He's not a hill this year, though, right? No, he, I don't think I'm willing to die on that hill. But it, I mean, the have amount you started of people, developing the hills? I've had. I have had some theories. Awesome, but the amount of people who have complimented the Emmanuel Sanders call has been, you know. Yeah, that it's was why we do what we do. Yeah. It was, oh you know? man, he was so good last year. That Hopefully and the he can get back. joke. You know, he actually finished top twenty-four despite uh, going out to the IR. Yeah, wide receiver twenty-three, legend, <laughs> absolute legend. Speaking of legends, Detroit gets Danny Amendola and Jesse James <laughs> to help repair their broken passing attack from last season. Wow. I mean, I think Jesse James will be doing a whole lot of blocking because yeah. of the uh, episode forthcoming. Yep. Danny Amendola. Kind of fills that uh, injured reserve slot <laughs> slot role for yeah. when he's not on the injured that reserve. slot role that that you role can has slot existed Galladay but it Marvin Jones outside hasn't been like a fantasy producing role. Danny Amendola is who he is, but I think it's cool that they didn't double back on Marvin Jones at all. No, so I think he's loaded. I think he could possibly be a hill I'm willing to. I can see on, that. By the way. Um, so I'm looking out for that too. I, I really think that that's an offense that's going to run the ball a lot now, but someone's got to score and Matthew Stafford's yeah. ready to sling it. Hopefully yeah. always, always, always uh, two teams. Now green Bay and Houston. I have all defense written for both of them. Cause that was really the focus Boring. of their signings. Uh, green Bay needed something needed to do something different um, with their defense. Dom Capers stepped down. Now they've got Matt LaFleur in and they got a couple of different pass rushers. And for Houston, uh, I, th- I was pretty surprised that Tyran Matthew left. I thought he was going to stay there for the rest of his career. Uh, so that was so they so Houston had to kind of he's a, recover he's a rambling from that man. Move. That guy likes to travel around a little bit. He's yeah. making his rounds well, now. He landed fine too. You know, he got a nice gig in Kansas City, taking over for Eric Berry. He's a short guy, right, Honey Badger? I'll Google it. Might Honey Badger don't him, give a shit. I might start calling him the <laughs> Hobbit because he's had quite an unexpected journey <laughs> he's through his short, football but career. He's very not Hobbit like. No, no. <laughs> Bitch, is you a Hobbit? <laughs> <laughs> How are you not a hobbit? <laughs> uh, He's 5'9". There you go. Damn, what's that make me? Ed Sheeran's Nice, dude. I'm 5'7". There you go. For all the ladies. <laughs> ladies. Uh, Indianapolis signed Devin Funches. Ladies. <sighs> no, that's you're going to snooze on that one? Yeah. Oh, I'm snoozing that one oh, hard. Oh, come on, man. Hit the snooze they on gave that him, bad boy. I think boy. they gave him $13 million. He's a big boy. He's practically a tight end. Shout out to yeah. Devin Funches. They have like agent. nine of those. Yeah, and they all score 40 touchdowns a year. Right, at the tight end position. He's going <laughs> to be stuck outside wide on an island by himself. Maybe they give him carries like they did with Ebron. He's, he's, Dontrell, he's the new Dontrell in then I don't oh, see him doing that's much so more. so messed Ooh. up. It's, it's, I, I agree. That that's that's, that's a little bit of a slander on him, but I, I'll stand by it. I don't love him. By any stretch, but I there's potential there. I believe there's more than potential there. I feel like it's a great receiving core. Yeah, yeah, with with um, Paris Campbell. Yeah, and the tight ends. More on that next week. Yeah, but like Jack great Doyle and Ebron will get some. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll say it now. There's Paris Hilton receiving <laughs> yeah. core. Oh yeah, that's right. There you go. That's hot. That's hot, baby. <laughs> 
Paris Hilton and the Funchy Bunch. Nice. <laughs> yes. You got yourself a team name and a logo there right there. You, <laughs> you just got to draft all <laughs> of the goals. Go all in, baby. <laughs> I would love to make some sort of wager about Devin Funches. I think he's going to do all right. All right. We'll, we'll have to think about it. it. We'll work on what all right is because I'll, I'll definitely take the other side. Eight I'm not big on him. touchdowns? Under. Seven and a half? Under. Six and a half? Under. What? Can we figure this out later? <laughs> yeah, sure. I'll take the over at six and a half. Jacksonville, they signed Chris Conley, saves a day. Uh, <laughs> different guy. <laughs> but, uh, Scott, you're big on the Nick Foles signing, not maybe not be just because of Nick Foles, but more because of Dede Westbrook. Yeah, I was, you know, while I was doing my research, Nick Foles has completed 70% of his career completions throughout his entire career to slot receivers. That's a lot. His entire career, 70%. That is absurd. And D.D. Westbrook was like, I think he was like eighth in the league or fourth in the league in snaps run from the slot, like eighth in catches and top 10 in yards. And he scored all five of his touchdowns as a slot receiver. Like, you know, even like Zach Ertz. Yeah. When he was good for Nick Foles, it wasn't playing on at the tight end. Yeah. It was split out wide as a wide receiver in the slot. Nelson Aguilar, too. He loves throwing to the slot receiver. So I think that is... A match made in heaven. He's going to be yeah. looking there. And D.D. Westbrook showed that, that that was a position where he was really good. What percentage of routes do you think D.D. Westbrook ran from the slot? Like for his total? Yeah. 82. I'd say about 65. Wow. It's super high, man. 73.9 from the slot. Right down the middle for, for yeah. us. Yeah. But that is <laughs> high mentality. That is super high. This is something yeah, that's that Tom, that's, Tom, that's what I'm saying. This and is like something he's that I've playing, been paying a lot he's of attention playing a, to. Yeah, go the, ahead. The share in the slot is yeah. something that I'm really going to monitor because the, the way the rules favor wide receivers now, yeah, we love the slot receivers. Free yeah. receptions forever. Yeah. Emmanuel Sanders is a guy who's sub 50%, and you would consider him. A, a slot wide receiver so this is actually um absurdly high so that yeah that speaks to your theory completely in line yep. you can't disagree with it that's thank you it. right yeah. i'm like the, it once i saw that i was like whoa that's, that's really yeah. high and and that in line with the amount of completions that Foles has thrown to his slot receivers in his career it's like teeing up for this to be like finally Westbrook's breakout year. And I think Foles is going to turn this team around. I know that's a kind of hot take too. I think the Jags can get right back into playoff. I think they can too. Year. I mean, you know, we believed in them. I believe in them. All oh, they signed Alfred blue as well. Oh he's yeah, that's be, right. He'll be the handcuff to uh Leonard. Just like he was the handcuff to Lamar Miller Unless, for the last two years. Love Alfred Blue. They spent the less, <laughs> they spent the less than super high draft pick on a running back too. So we'll monitor camp yeah. on that one. But so for reference here, Larry Fitzgerald, sixty-four point three percent out of the slot. Oh my God, and he's been primarily a slot receiver his for the last four career, years. Yeah, not That's his entire career. And with the injury close, to Marquise though. Lee and all that was going on, like yeah. he was playing a lot of snaps. So like, it's not like it was. It's not a fluke. That's yeah. super yeah. high. I'm I'm happy you're so pumped on this too. <laughs> I really am. really high. Yeah, we'll move on to Kansas City and. Uh, they signed Carlos Hyde, which how much uh, Tom? I'll go to you because you were the Damian Williams truther. You you were seeing him as a, a potential first round pick based on his playoff performance. So what does the Carlos Hyde signing do to Damian Williams' value according to you? I don't think it does that much. I mean, obviously he's somebody who could like you know get some positive press and all that, but he's probably going to be a backup. You look what Nick yeah. Chubb did to him. It's the same thing that I was mentioning before. Yeah, Nick Chubb's a talented guy. So is Damian Williams. Down the stretch, they were feeding Damian Williams like crazy. Crazy, he was crazy. super successful in that. He's had yeah. 
He's been in the system for a little while, so it's good. I mean, Carlos Hyde is getting up there in age. He might be able to vulture them on the goal line a little bit, but the right. Chiefs scoring as much as they do, it, it might not it, mean that much. It's nice to have a breather back. You look around it's not the a league. Bad we, thing. we bring this up now these days. You look around the league. There's so many teams that have two running backs, but if one is having the lion's share, right, and it's on a team like the Chiefs, oh my goodness, like you're fine. It's gonna I would take fine. I would take 15 touches on the Chiefs before uh, from a running back before I would take 30 from a guy in the Bills. Yeah. You know, yeah. like and no so even if he's the, declined a little bit, it just will increase his quality of touches. And like I think he's a guy that they're going to lean on, especially. Potentially with Tyreek Hill, you know, not being around this year, Damian Williams becomes a guy. I think that they're going to be like, you know, you know, get your rest because we about to feed your ass. I know that guy's <laughs> yeah. not there anymore, but <laughs> I just feel like, or no, he is still there, he's, right? He's, he's, still the there. he's still right. Okay, corner. yeah. I just feel like Damian Williams is just a more dynamic back. He can do more on a football field than Carlos Hyde can. Yeah, and I, it doesn't bother me at yeah. all that that's, they signed him. That's good. It's better yeah. for him. He's a handcuff, uh, like a high end handcuff. And they didn't really commit heavily to anybody in the draft either. So that's actually more what I was concerned about with Damian Williams. Yeah. If you're a big Damian Williams guy. Um, So guys, we should all be a little bit more of a big Damian Williams guy, a little bit more of a big Damian Williams guy, just a little bit bigger (sighs) boys. So uh, Tyree kill. We're gonna we're gonna unpack that now. I don't no know way. how much we can unpack it, but it's he's not, too much. He's to, we barred, need to monitor it, well, right? He's barred from team activity, so right now indefinitely. Yeah, so they're just trying to wait it out. But given any the news, Kareem Hunt, this what they did with Kareem Hunt, I don't expect Tyree Kill to play for the Chiefs. Let's let's given let's place NFL it. Let's, let's he's still on his rookie deal. Let's put too. it. Let's put it down in ink right now. Does Tyree Kill play it down? For the Chiefs this year? No, I'm saying no. All three of he, us know. No, but I I don't think that. Um, okay, follow up. Does he play ever? Again? Does he play a down for the Chiefs ever again? I don't think he, no. No, not because I, I don't. I think he gets suspended for the year, and I think they cut him. One more question: <laughs> Does he play ever again? Yes, I think so too. There are so many morally corrupt owners in general. Like John Dorsey signed Kareem Hunt, who he drafted. And in draft, Kansas City. And drafted Tyreek Hill. Yeah, exactly. Adrian <laughs> Peterson literally did what and he admits did. and continues to admit yeah. to the what he did very to similar son. things yeah. that Tyreek Hill is admitting. Yeah. yeah. Or has uh, been allegedly Accused admitting of, on yeah. a phone yeah. call. Right. So, you know, as I'm not proud of the guy, and no, I don't think I don't he should be proud of himself. Is, no. But I think the him getting kicked out of the league. It's definitely a distinct possibility, but I think people are uh, on that side a little too heavily. Yeah. yeah, I think so too. I think people are just writing him off as done, and he's not done. I don't think. No, it's far from him no. being determined as done. It could be right. years before it's determined he's done. He'd yeah. be the first one because Ray Rice was on the end of his career, right? And he and he was reinstated by the NFL. He just wasn't resigned. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tyreek Hill gonna get signed yeah he's like 26 <laughs> 25 25 he's gonna get another contract oh yeah uh we'll go to both la teams now because they both didn't really do anything on offense the rams are gonna have cooper Cup they don't back. need to the chargers saw tyreek williams or tyrell williams sorry that was a bad slip um <laughs> but Fine. that does that mean mike williams season for the chargers you think it's tough because he had such a fluky statistical season i don't know i think he's so and i don't good, know which though. way it can I go think, i i really think that 
he can I can see him eating into Keenan Allen's workload a little bit as him and Phil start to get this rapport better. But here comes Hunter Henry and he'll take targets away. You know Travis Benjamin's gonna be there for those deep balls and those trick plays that they yep. love to run as well. So it just seems like there's even though Ty, Tyrell Williams leaves, I almost said Tyreek too. <laughs> um like where the where do the targets come from still? Ty- Tyrell Williams right. is getting what two? Yeah. The good thing is this is like the opposite of those offenses in the beginning that we were talking about. This is a high attempt offense. Right. So yes. there's gonna be a lot to to spread around. I think Keenan Allen, we've I think we should like just realize that he's not a high touchdown scorer. Yeah. He's definitely more of a possession receiver. We full knew point that. PPR darling. Well, yes. we, we knew that, right? And then it seemed like, hey, he might be taking this leap to being this like dominant wide receiver. Yeah. Didn't really happen. No. And it's going to be harder to do with the guys that you mentioned on the field right. that have red zone prowess. Yeah. So I think those guys will see a lot of touchdowns. But yeah, God is filled in for another year. Yeah. Like you can do way worse than any of those guys in your flex every time. Oh, yeah. Uh, Keenan Allen anytime. Yeah. We'll go to Miami and they're What about the Rams? Do we do the Rams? They didn't really do anything. They're gonna okay. get Cooper Cup back, and that's I mean, that's really it. Yeah. And I we, feel, we love them anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I feel yeah, bad we got for more to unpack. Down. We yeah. got more to unpack yeah, than the next. They're a three oh two episode. Yeah, yeah, that's that's uh, fair. type of team. Uh we'll go to Miami. Their quarterback room's gonna be interesting. They got Fitzpatrick and now Josh Rosen, thanks to a draft day trade. We're gonna do Rosen. Yeah, I was gonna say that's like uh, we don't have to. No, I mean we should. It's, it's, it's a gray area, guys. It's very gray. Like I think yeah. Fitzpatrick starts the season as a starter, and then oh. it's just like how what what can we get out of Rosen? I don't. Um, I think Fitzpatrick. It's tough. It's really tough to tell. Uh, will man. not start. I think Rosen will start because I think Rosen has already proven his strategy. Right, like he he's the he tanks the team, and then they get the number one quarterback. <laughs> So the Dolphins will get two. They want him out there. No, but I mean, it's not even that. I do think they want him out there uh, because if he's good, then they don't have to get. They don't have to get a quarterback. And if he's bad, and we truly don't know if he's good or not. Yeah. And And Ryan Fitzpatrick clearly has no ego about the way he plays. Like he loves himself. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But he doesn't play the game. Wouldn't you if you were him? He's made like seventy-five million. I love myself now. What and what's interesting too is what you bring up. (laughs) And I think too immediately is next year's quarterback class and the year after that's quarterback class led by Trevor Lawrence is supposed to be absolutely yeah. epic. So this year coming up, we got Tua Tagovailoa, we got Justin Gilbert from Oregon, and yeah. we've got uh, Fromm from Georgia. Right. So three superstars. Fromm, so you need to Fromm. figure out, like you said, but and like you said, we don't know anything about Rosen. No. So we need to figure that out this year. Yeah, if maybe. you're Miami. And so you can, if you yeah. have to. Tank. And he was on a historically bad team yeah. that didn't begin and end with him. One himself. of the worst coaching jobs, jobs we've, we've ever seen. Yeah, in our lifetime for sure. In ever. We'll move Ugh. on to a team that definitely has some a little bit more going than Miami. Minnesota didn't really do a bunch. They're really trying to shore up the offensive line. We'll get into more of that in the draft episode, but worth noting because we do think that that's going to mean a lot more opportunity for Dalvin Cook running the ball. Yeah, backup yeah, running back vacancy. We'll see what happens. Yeah. yeah, that's the biggest part, too, if we're talking about guys leaving and it being impactful for teams. Um, Latavius Murray leaving the Vikings backfield and leaving an opening for Dalvin Cook to return to workhorse form, you know, that that's big time for us of fantasy course. owners. Of course. New England, Bruce Ellington and Austin Safarian Jenkins. Demarius Thomas. And Demarius Thomas. And I gotta guy. be honest like with a, you. 
I kind of like the Bruce Ellington move. I'm not gonna lie. We like I, him. I could see him I being a nice, sneaky him. like him. I could see him being He's a, a nice little boy. patriot. I could see Ruts him boy. being a little patriot out there, scoring yeah. touchdowns and pissing me yeah. off. They also re-signed Philip Dorsett, who they only had on a one-year deal. That's a great uh, re-sign too. Like he was him. great for them. Yeah, and uh, and of course we'll have Edelman for a full sixteen for New England. I think Bruce Ellington crushes all Braxton Berrios hope. Stuff, Don't you stuff. Dare say that. I swear, but let's just get on with it. <laughs> let's just move on. Austin very Jenkins, fine. He's yeah. a streamer. Yeah. New Orleans. They got Jared Cook at tight end and Latavius Murray as filling in for the Mark Ingram role. Pretty sweet. Really sweet. <laughs> for Latavius Murray. For both. I mean, both I mean, for of them. both, right? I'm not excited for Jared Cook. They're just robbing the Raiders of talented players that they once had. <laughs> Yeah, Put him on the Saints and watch him show out. Yeah, right. That's probably true. Coming but. soon to New Orleans, Antonio Brown. <laughs> you know, Breeze has like gone away ever since his Jimmy Graham days. He's like moved on from the tight end. He's like hurt that Jimmy Graham left him in all those twenty touchdown well, seasons. Is, was Fleener good? No. Wow, oh, he was bad. And all these other guys are <laughs> pretty bad, and I get that too. But like, I feel like Jerry Cook is just going to be a guy where everyone's like. Wow, Jerry Cook had a great year last year, and now he's on the Saints. He's going to be awesome, and it just doesn't work like that. As much as we want it to at tight end, it just does not work like that. You're right, um, but I also think that he'll be squarely in the top ten. But I bet that he'll be drafted as like maybe five, six. Yeah, that's where he ended last year, so it's yeah. very possible. Yeah, so it, to to give that investment to tight end is always a risky proposition. Yes. And one that and I don't like want to I don't know if you watched him last year and as intently as I did because I picked him up like week one because I'm always tight end desperate and I was writing him out. Well, that was he what was, we mapped out for people. Yeah, he was throwing together like miracle games to get you points. He was I, amazing. He scoops like a one handed catch off the ground for a touchdown. I'll never forget that one. I think it was against the Ravens or something. That was a game winner for you if I remember. Right. I, and it was just like they had no one else. Come hell or high water, this guy he would play half the snaps on offense and he'd still get six catches for 50 yards and it's like i don't know how sustainable that is the guy's never been that good yeah. over his career at all and no. like you said but he played for jeff fisher for a while so <laughs> so you gotta give him that he did play in green bay for a little while yeah. too though yeah, but they hate the tight end over they there. really do yeah <laughs> he was the start of the proof of that he's a curious case but he's gonna be too expensive for me to figure it out yep yes which is probably better yeah because it's a risky thing yep uh, Latavius Murray going to score 10 touchdowns. Yeah, no doubt. Ooh, right. you booking that? Yeah. I like Why not? That. Mark Ingram did last year, didn't he? He's also or huge. He he's yeah. a big boy. He's enormous. And he stays healthy. And one of the and things, he can catch well, the ball, he did have ankle surgery, can. though. Oh, he did? Yeah, I mean, with with the Vikings, that's when that's when Dalvin Cook kind of came in. Yeah, know, but then he came back. He, he played after that, and he's been all right. He goes and down, he though. Alvin Kamara. Whoo. Yeah, I mean, time. I'm still all over Kamara. Oh yeah. Year anyway. Oh yeah. Don't don't forget about him. There's like no... I I don't think Murray is an upgrade from Mark Ingram's talents. Like I do think no. that no. the Saints are probably going to need to lean on Kamara a little more this year. Which you know he's a back to back top five running back. Which... Murray's going to fall face forward into RB three yards. twenty three. What? Well, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. What? What? How many touchdowns does Kamara have? Like thirty-five already. He's Thirty-two in thirty-one games. Yeah, like let's go. Like yeah. th- that's a, yeah, if That's it, not a top-five pick. I don't know. What we don't have saying. to worry about him. The Giants replace have Odell Beckham Jr. with Golden Tate. Uh kind of. But kind of. I mean, that's not what they did, but they needed somebody. Yeah. And we thought they were going to go it out. Just and makes get no sense. Somebody other than Golden Tate. Yeah. You know, just a star power. Shut the Who's fans left? Up. Yeah. Like, we'll just take uh, Golden Tate's fine. I like Golden Tate. It's a good we fit. We love him. Yeah. 
short average depth of target guy. Yeah. Eli's got the Manning wet noodle and a career arm. But Love like it. how many like so can you line up three receivers in the slot or like how does that work? I because had some thoughts about that today. Literally. Bunch line like a lot of Evan Ingram. For, uh, Evan Ingram's best games are out of the slot. So you can't do that, and they won't do that, which means Evan Ingram is going to be a beast. You think he's going to have a beastly season? Yeah. He's been amazing. Nothing short of amazing without Odell Beckham Jr. And you can't line up three people in the slot. Yeah. So he's just going to do good. And he's going to be one of the people they line up, for yeah. sure. I mean, he lines up in the slot. I can give you the numbers, yeah, but yeah. it's going to be all wonky. It's, that it's was why tough everybody because liked him coming out of the draft was because he was a tight end. That well, and then Shepard and the then Shepard was a slot receiver, but he actually, if you dig into his numbers last year, he really graded out well yeah. as an outside receiver. Right. So I think that he's actually going to be the one that bumps outside, and then you know you'll have Tate and Ingram kind of mixing into those slot spots. But you know, it's a Giants. It's not yeah. going to be. It's not going to be pretty. No. Sterling Shepard played fifty percent of his snaps in the slot, which is a lot. Uh, Golden Tate, obviously more successful in the slot in his career. Right. I can give you the numbers on that, but it's really not important because no. he didn't play for the Giants. Yeah. Uh, we'll go to the better, the best team in the state of New York. Tate had 69. Yes. The New yes. York football Jets. Yeah, baby. Just going for it. Getting Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell, Jamison Crowder. They got C.J. Mosley. They got a ton of ads on D. A little offensive line help with Kalecha Assemble too. Yeah, which I mean, is this a, is a really big get that people won't pay any attention to. But and, he's and a really, superstar lineman. I really mean it. I love what the Jets did this offseason. I mean, like I said before, I, if I were them, you know, just speaking as a Jets fan personally, like pay Tevin Coleman and T.J. Yeldon eleven million dollars, or just keep Elijah McGuire and somebody. Yeah, they have them, and not you know, and not do that and fortify your line. And you know, they like they lost out on the center that ends up going to the Panthers because they paid so much money for Le'Veon, and they couldn't really extend out and pay that guy the money that you know they could have to get to fortify that line for Darnold. But other than that, I mean, Le'Veon, you got to think he's getting thirty touches a game. Jameson Crowder, sneaky PPR candidate. Adam oh, yeah. Gase, uh, the man who peppered Jarvis Landry into oblivion. Yeah, but him or Anunwa? I think Anunwa's... Robbie Anderson. No, I mean, for the slot role, it's, I think it's going to be uh, Crowder. I Anunwa think they can is, both coexist the first two weeks of the season because Chris Herndon will be serving a suspension. I think week three is where the slot really becomes a muddy situation for the Jets. Yeah, but the thing is, is Crowder's 5'9", yeah. and Anunwa's way bigger, so they'll just throw him outside. They were in the market for other receivers, but they didn't get any. They they wanted to even draft them, but they didn't get any. So Robbie and Anunwa, I think, will play on the outside, Crowder in the slot. All right. Yeah, that's what it sounds, it sounds about right. I think Let's I, go Jets. He's too small. Let's go Jets. I think they can actually – like we might actually have to – have some Jets starting in fantasy this year. It's really nice to see. Robbie Anderson's cool. going to be a really, I think, a very intriguing guy as like a flex wide receiver three. I've me. been you trying to, to trade. I've been trying to trade Tom in our dynasty <laughs> league for Robbie Anderson for a while <laughs> it, now. It's going to cost. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we go to Oakland. Their entire receiver core gets retooled. They got Antonio Brown, Tyrell Williams, and JJ Nelson. They have Doug Martin now because they signed Isaiah Crowell, and he has now already blown out his Achilles Sucks. in training camp. We feel really bad for Crowell because you know he was basically a castaway once the Jets knew that they were getting Levy on, and he had some good games as a Jet last Two, year. Two two hundred yard games for yeah. the Jets. Yeah. So he wiped his butt with the ball. Yes, he did, and then he chucked did. it in the stands. He did. Legend. His, his poo football. He'll live on. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, I mean, I think, what do we think of Antonio Brown? Because I think that's the that's the biggest question to answer with Oakland my, going into this season. My big thing here actually goes back to Jared Cook. Jared Cook, or let's start with Michael Crabtree. Michael Crabtree leaves the offense. You go, okay, well they have Jared Cook, so Jared Cook must score all the touchdowns. Then he actually did because it's definitely not going to be Amari Cooper. Well, now Jared Cook leaves. Amari Cooper leaves. And Antonio Brown is a formidable red zone guy. One of the yeah, best. Yeah, he sure is. As, despite his size and he's his stature, five, he's 10, amazing. He gets big plays he, all the time. And he, he scores a ton of touchdowns. He demands an insanely high red zone target share for someone his size. So I think he survives by the will of the touchdown. I don't think that he has you know 1,400 yards or anything like that. But I think he's a very serviceable, easy top 10 lock. But yes, like, top 10 I, receiver or overall top 10 receiver. Okay. Yeah. Top 10. I agree with you. Top 10 receiver. Yeah. Lock by way I of see touchdown. people like ranking like, you know, Mike Evans and like AJ Green over him. Like, okay, quit with that slander. This is Antonio Brown and he's going to get it done. Carr is not a bum. He's not, he's not as bad as, you know, the last couple of years have maybe led on. And I think Antonio Brown coming into his offense and Tyrell Williams, who's a damn good receiver too are really going to make Carr a very yeah. viable fantasy option this year, too. A little sneak peek into Carr the rankings. Uh, rankings yeah. month will be coming up pretty soon. I'm going to have a lot of people ahead of A.J. Green this year. Just yeah, kind he's of old, it. man. Yeah. We'll move on to yeah. Philly. We did a deep dive on his stats, yeah. too, that one day in the not car. Great. And it yeah. wasn't... Not not ideal. The best season of A.J. Green's career came a lot longer ago than you think. Yeah, his rookie year. It was his rookie year. It was his <laughs> best statistical fantasy season. And he's as old as Julio Jones. Yes. Drafted ahead of him too, I believe. No, Scott no, knows this. no, 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 no. <laughs> no. The no, Falcons no, no. traded up to like three to get my boy. Oh, okay, they moved multiple hell or high water. They knew what was good. And Do you remember what year that draft was? I'll look it up. Anyway, uh, they still the, won't throw my goddamn no. touchdown. <laughs> nope. In the meantime, Philly gets their long-awaited reunion with folk hero Deshaun Jackson. What does this mean? I. People are going so nuts for this. To me, it's it's, Nothing. I, it's more sentimental than anything, right? It's a deep threat, but like Nelson Aguilar is a deep threat too. So, yeah. Uh, and this is Zach Ertz's. He's gonna go higher in drafts than you guys think. I think. I think so too. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I'm underestimating. I like for the. Sure. I, I honestly like the offense. So he's useful Carson Wentz on the team. Too. He's always useful on your team. Yes. He's good. Uh, Carson Wentz extends the play, so they I match won't up pick well. Somebody like him personally. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he's going to be kind of expensive for what he is. He's seldom available. He's going to. Right. He's definitely going to pull a hammy or something. Like a guy <laughs> like that is a guy that's fine to throw in your lineup in like a standard yeah, home run league. Hitter. But like. We'll take the guys who are like Didi Westbrook, who are slot receivers, who are going to see multiple receptions, who are going to bail you out and have PPR to full yeah. PPR. Yeah. Deshaun Jackson never does that unless he hits a 50-bomb touchdown. Right. We'll move on to Pittsburgh then. They're, they got rid of, of course, Le'Veon Bell. They, got, they trade Antonio Brown. They don't bring in anybody other than Dante Moncrief, which all of a sudden this becomes a golden opportunity for Dante Moncrief. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I'm really, I'm really, you know, you can check my article on Rutz FF. I'm feeling Vance McDonald in like every league this year. Like, really, I'm excited for his prospects. Jesse James leaves. Top 10 too. tight end I mean, last year. 
over the past it wasn't pretty and in the article i bring it up but i think it's like 40 over 40 touchdowns over the last three years they've lost to antonio brown and jesse james and i get most of them are antonio brown but like how many of jesse james touchdowns come outside of the red zone yeah none and how many of ab's do a lot so like they've vacated probably 15 red zone touchdowns a year and now Vance McDonald is six five beast. Yeah. Who you can see that you can watch that video from the Bucks. Oh. He is a beast. <laughs> like I think the upside for him is so high, yeah. and he's free right now. It makes so me like, think back kind of to like uh, Heath Miller, but he's he's more athletic. Like Heath Miller's like a a lunch pail tight end. Yeah. And this is a celebrity Big brooding tight end guy who is like also not. He's like a Gronk type. As, he is he, as much as. You know, he's not, he is. Yeah, he's yeah. very much a poor man's Gronk type, yeah. but he's big and he's fast and he's strong. And, you know, the the vacated targets, and especially red zone, it's it's tempting because you look yeah. at how many targets Juju got last year and it's like... Fourth most in the NFL. Like, okay, how are you going to expand upon that? What, are you going to give this guy 200 targets? Antonio Brown second most in the NFL. Yeah, like, I don't get it. I don't get where they're Crazy. going. I feel like... Just just like from looking around the field, where else is he going to go? It's probably going to be Vance McDonald. He's got the most experience yeah. there now, too, weirdly enough. Unless they're expecting a ton from James Washington. Which or Moncrief. Yeah. Xavier Grimble. Ooh. Xavier Grimble. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know, Who could forget Xavier like, Grimble? I don't even know if he's Random two-touchdown game three years ago that burned That me. offense has generated so much that yeah. like whatever piece it is, we're going to be right. pumped about. We'll move on to San Francisco. I forgot to mention this, but... Seems like a big deal that they'll have Jimmy G back. That almost seems like an acquisition again. Uh, but their big signing, they get Tevin Coleman. They also signed Jordan Matthews, which, like, let's get Jordan Matthews out of the way. He gets hurt a ton. <laughs> I heard that. Yeah, we sure. all did. Um, <laughs> but that wasn't me. That was Scott's guttural reaction to Jordan Matthews. At least he got another check. You know, he gave us some really good years on the Eagles. But so I just, yeah, two. All right. Two yeah, is some. some. That's a couple That's times. Fine. Uh, but either way, uh, no thanks. Let's talk Tevin Coleman because we alluded to this at the beginning of the I, show. It's 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 honestly, so hard, difficult to understand what they're doing at running. It's disappointing. Back. I think they should have cut Jarek McKinnon. Yeah, this is a let someone else. Tevin Coleman, as much as we love him, and as much as he saved us last it's year, it's too crowded. It's someone else. He's someone else's problem for me this yeah. year. A four-headed monster. As in as My I was, Jeff. As in as I was last year, I am Jeff out. Who? Jeff Wilson. Oh yeah. The fourth head. Yeah. It's not Mostert. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's how much I don't care. His leg crumbling. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's yeah. like we just have to move on. There's no dive yeah. deep enough to convince me anymore. No. <laughs> he had the worst contract year of all time, too. Yeah. yeah. Jay Ajayo would argue. a couple argue. legendary games <laughs> that helped us so much. Oh. <laughs> so much. Speaking of contracts, <laughs> I have one thing for Seattle, and that's just that they mega paid Russ. And then he now, was like, if this Schefter report, bed. yeah, let's go Seattle. <laughs> Get the hell out of here, bro. If, if we're to be believed, Doug Baldwin may have played, may have played his final down as an NFL player, according to an Adam Schefter tweet on draft night that came like two seconds before they they drafted DK Metcalf. It's just not fair, like for us to have to get a drop like that and then they draft the receiver it we, we're not just not gonna, let's true, just though. not yeah exactly you know, so like who knows i think when you're listening to Russ, you can just live in the reality where doug baldwin is healthy and everything yeah. is right with you the world pick up david Moore. mike davis's departure <laughs> low-key very big for chris carson and rashad penny i do think the two of them can coexist yeah that, and that be, was and be viable fantasy options throughout yeah, the year yeah, I, think, I tried to do a three-way trade that would get me both of them <laughs> 
Ooh, Ooh that would have been interesting for my RB too. It didn't and I work, think. I mean, no. I think that is the that's the move this year. Yeah. Like, drop, spend high on Chris Carson, insure it with Rashad Penny, and you're getting a you're getting a, a running back that's just going to see so many touches. You're getting guaranteed. like 350 carries. Yeah, and between like the two, of probably them. 400 touches between the catches that the two of them yeah. will have. Yeah. Tampa Bay. I wrote one thing, and it was Bruce Arians. Um, I mean, I we are all in on this. The move. only departure oh, is uh, Adam Humphreys. Yeah, and Deshaun. Well, that too, but he didn't even like it there. But I think that means they run a lot of two tight end sets with Bray and OJ Howard on the field at the same time. OJ Howard's going to play a lot which of receiver. Frees up the I think. slot. Yeah, that too. Which I think frees up the slot for both tight ends, which is interesting because you know I don't know how many offenses in the NFL operate like that right now. Like the like Bruce Arians used to love to like split his tight ends out. Um, yeah, in other like with other teams, so I could see that happening with OJ Howard a ton. Oh, wait a second, do we what? have any idea who's going to start at running back for the Bucks this year? We're it's either Peyton Barber, Peyton Barber or, uh, or Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones. Oh, yeah, they so, didn't draft anybody, so that's that's who they oh got. God. Yeah, yeah, they're going to throw the ball with. forty. They're going to throw the ball fifty times a game. I mean, this is this is you know they're they're going right back to the the offense that we love. You know, we're all in on the Bucks again. And this Godwin, year, I think. obviously, uh, Godwin stands to benefit. Godwin's vastly. being drafted as a top twenty-five receiver, as he should. Does be. he belong? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because you know a lot of these guys who had big touchdown numbers last year, like your lock, he's like comparable, I think, to like Mike Williams and lock it but like his potential is way he's higher so much his potential's more, mike evans his, he's as versatile really? as tyler lockett yeah which they which tyler lockett is not used as versatile versus versatile versatility as he could be um he can really do it all especially in college i mean yeah. he literally was the whole team uh but they said that he could be the larry fitzgerald role Chris Godwin. Oh, they said boy. he could get a hundred oh, catches. Jesus, like they, that. They said that. They we did. heard it and Full saw point. it on the internet. So Full it point. must be true. <laughs> Full point PPR. It's going to be impossible for me to ignore Chris Godwin, knowing that that's what they said about him. I know it's 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 impossible. It's I would take him in the fifth round. A full point PPR leagues, yeah, probably. You're right. Yeah, but like a full PPR league, you go like him and you, you reach, you, you're like me and you reach on Edelman in the fourth round. You nice. got yourself maybe 200 catches right there. Woo. Between your second and third wide receiver, yeah, those who you took as your first. That's what I'm saying, Don. We'll go on to Tennessee, who, despite everything we've said already, I think Tennessee had the most peculiar offseason. They trade for <laughs> Ryan Tannehill. Who I don't think plays a snap at quarterback for the team this year. Mariota sucks. He's going he's back awful. to receiver. Like Honestly, I think he's got a better chance of starting he's wide hurt receiver all than the time. Like you need to have a backup quarterback with Mariota. I agree, Scott. And, and, and so I, is Tannehill. But they don't need to change the play calling at all from those two quarterbacks. Right. True. They're similar enough that uh, I think they can make it work. Tannehill, you know, he did a good job. This is what happens what when you start was. Matt Castle. That you know, offense just like, is just unappealing to yeah. me. It's horrible. It's fa- devoid. Not of, even with Adam Humphreys, our beloved. It's devoid of fantasy value. Um, he couldn't have gone to a worse place. <laughs> it was awful. That was the worst news I got all offseason from like, a player th- signing. I was like, that's the team that offered Adam Humphreys I the most money. I could not believe no Arians sense. didn't want to re-sign him. He had 104 targets last year. He'll have uh, 60, 70 this right? year. It's just sucks. Uh, Washington, it's inter- obviously the we did the alphabetical thing because that's how I felt like doing it. But it's interesting that we're leaving off with what. If you were wondering, yeah. <laughs> it's interesting to me that we're we're stopping in Washington because, like, they're a kind of to be continued. They're not really their a city because <laughs> they're, they're like the capital and like a district. <laughs> 
they have their own set of electoral votes to, outside of Maryland. No. Um, but Case Keenum goes there. They trade for him. And they drafted somebody who we'll be talking about next yeah, week. Yeah, and he'll start, too. And that guy that they drafted, I would imagine, would be the starter. Yeah. They re-signed AP. That was interesting to me. I think it makes sense. I think yeah. they've better. <laughs> yeah. I mean... They, who knows? You're not going to get a guy who can do that for that cheap. Like they're not paying him like they used to. No, not even close. And, and it's AP, and, and he worked it out for them, man. Yeah, uh, he's as healthy as any of the running backs they've got. Combined yeah. with you know, get guys behind a running back like that. You know, everyone always sits the quarterback behind a, another good quarterback. Why can't we do that in other positions? Why can't guys learn a little bit from AP maybe in the early part of this year, and then you see him kind of take over and just become the beast that everyone thinks he's going to be? Good point. Well, uh, like we said, we're back next week. We'll be talking about the draft. So we got a lot to cover with a lot of different teams, a lot more coverage of the Giants, which I cannot wait for. Um, oh, God. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, you should be afraid. Uh, but we've got a lot to cover. We'll be back uh, once a week until the season starts, twice a week after that. And uh, plenty of fun stuff. Oh, <laughs> <God>. Exactly. <laughs> Keep scoring. <laughs>